Uh, all right, looking ahead a little bit, we kind of touched on some of the games uh, coming up in Week 17, which is, you know, we, I know we use the phrase a lot, but I think we can say it now. I can't believe it's already Week 17 coming up. Like, it is, it's mind-blowing how fast the season it, it has gone. It goes so fast. And look, you got games that mean nothing. Cardinals, Falcons, whatever. The Cardinals are three-and-a-half-point dogs. Dallas is an interesting one. That's the Thursday night game in Tennessee. You like the Titans to win the division. Dallas goes into Tennessee as a 10-point favorite in that game. I just don't know what the Titans can do if Malik Willis is their quarterback because they can't throw the football with him right now. So if they're behind, which they will be against the Cowboys, I think Dallas covers that 10 pretty easily. They might. I'm not going to touch this game because, again, the fact that Tennessee, this game essentially means nothing. Their whole season is next week against Jacksonville. I don't know who's going to play. I don't even know if they're watching film. Like, if you're Mike Vrabel. I would hope they're watching film at least. I don't. Why but is he just going to give them the whole week off? Hey, guys, just uh, just show up to the facility. Hang out. We're going to watch. It's a movie day today. You no, guys want to no. watch some Christmas movies? <laughs> I mean, in terms of I don't think they're watching film on Dallas. I think they might just take the two weeks to prep for Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, why would you prep for Dallas? Why? This game means literally nothing. Well, you don't want to go into that game and get beat by 30 and then have that momentum riding into the last game of the season where your season is on the line in that game. Like, yeah. I get what you're saying, but if they're really, if that's really their mindset then and they go into this and you get, your, you get curb stomped by Dallas, I mean, I really that's on your mind going I, into the final game of the season. It might be. I really don't think you care, though. Because if you lose by 40 against Dallas and win by three against Jacksonville— all anybody's ever going to remember is the three. And yeah, that's all the Titans players are focused about. They don't, they're, not go, they're just not defeated going into yeah, that week. I just, I can't, I, I can't bet this game. There's too much unknown. I kind of lean with you because you know Dallas is going to be motivated. Everybody's going to be playing for them. Would probably lean that direction. Ten's a lot of points. I just, it's a stay away. If anything, I think you got to take the under yeah. because Tennessee's offense is already as bad as is. If their starters aren't out there, it's going to be really, really bad. Especially if Derek's not playing. And I just, yeah, look at Titans team total under and maybe game under. That's that's about it. Dolphins open as one point favorites at New England. Now with the Tua Tonga Vailoa news news coming out that uh, he's in the concussion protocol. I think it's unlikely he plays. At New England, Patriots now two-and-a-half-point favorites in that. It's two, two teams that have just had some really bad stretches recently. There was a point when we were talking about everybody in that division maybe making the playoffs, except the Patriots. Right. And now it's starting to look like, I mean, the Dolphins may fall out of this too. Uh, they, if, they just look, what happened at the beginning of the year, they just completely took over the NFL with their just dynamic offense. It was so much fun to watch. Tua has not been the same, and he's dealt with injuries again this year. And another concussion, that's alarming. Austin Eckler, first touchdown. There you go. There goes All right, Pittman. I needed Eckler in, so this is good. Oh, I needed good. that Eckler touchdown. There goes my Michael Pittman ticket. Well, so much for that. <laughs> Need the Colts to answer now and make this a game. But I don't feel good with Nick Foles. Not at all. Um, yeah, the Patriots, the, the line keeps going up, Nick. It's two and a half now. New England is favored against Miami. Two is not playing. I, I mean, I, I would be I don't shocked. Think there's, there's, any way. there's so much money coming in now on the Patriots. So I would think a lot of smart people know something. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I can't see him playing. And I don't want to touch the game. I think if anything, it's going to be an under. New England's offense is horrendous, and the defense seems seems to always play well against Miami. If it's Teddy Bridgewater out there, it's going to be more so running the clock, chewing the football. Both these teams are struggling. Both need to win divisional game. I would probably lean to the under 42 and a half. Maybe just take Patriots on the money line, but 
I don't have a good feel on this game, man. I have no interest in betting this at all. There's a lot of games that I don't even want to touch this no, weekend. No. I kind of do like Denver plus 13 I and a like half, Denver though. a lot. I man. think I might actually bet Denver to yep. cover in that game because Kansas City can't cover anyway. No. I think that line's going to shorten, though, too. They so can't. That, yeah, they can't cover big numbers, and they covered against Seattle this past week, so I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think... Uh, I think that might be a bet that I'm going to place because I think that'll come down. I think they'll start. That's going to start getting bet down, and you're not going to see Denver with such a big number to cover there. You're going to see that closer to like. I mean, they may go down to 12, 11 and a half at some point because Kansas City's just terrible against the spread, especially these double digit spreads. They don't cover them. No. And Denver's coming off of. I mean, look, they're they're trash. Their offense is horrible. But I just I I don't believe they're as bad as they look. I really just believe Nathaniel Hackett had no idea what he was doing. And that's really what it comes down to, where they're a team that's coming off their coach being fired. They're free. There's a fresh start there. Now, I think they still lose, but they could lose by 12, lose by 10. Absolutely. Look, and I know Denver hasn't beaten Kansas City since 2015, but I feel like these games against the Chiefs are always kind of close. They always keep it within the number. Kansas City's favored by two touchdowns almost every year, but I feel like Denver loses by seven. They lose by 10. So... I'm with you. They're not winning the game, but I think they can They can keep it close. Man, if we get a 14 in this game, it is all systems go. Then I really, really like it. But I still do like it at the 13 and a half. I think they're going to cover. Yeah, I even... So, Saints-Eagles. We talked about this a little bit earlier with that line moving to six and a half. I, I don't think Jalen Hurts is playing in that game. No. And I didn't see enough from Gardner Minshew to make me as confident as I was going into that game against the Cowboys. Then again, the Cowboys are a better team than the Saints. Another week working with the first team, getting more practice time and getting reps. Gardner Minshew can probably look better. But even that, like, I'm kind of questioning if I want anything on that game. Like, there's a, there's a lot of games this week that I go, there's a lot of things up in the air. And it makes me really uncomfortable exactly. some of these games. I'm probably going to lean more props this week than I am any sort of sides and totals. I really think I'm going to do that. Except for, of course, obviously taking the under in the Ravens game. Because you should be doing that every week. Yes. Man, the Eagles, you know, I'm with you. I think Minshew's going to play. But again, the fact the spread's going from 3.5 to 6.5 is worrying me a little bit. I think if you get a 7 in this game, you got to take the Saints. I think it's going to be low scoring. They'll keep it close. Other than that, but you're right, Nick. I mean, how can you bet this game not really knowing who the quarterback is. If Jalen's playing, I mean, you got to like the Eagles and Minshew's playing. I don't know. I mean, the Saints, you know, they're a pretty good defense. They can force some turnovers, make this thing ugly, hang around a little bit. So it's it's a total, total pass for me on this game. But if it gets to at six and a half, at seven, then I'm probably just straight numbers play going to look into the Saints. 49ers, Raiders. I think I like the 49ers in that. Niners are five and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, it's probably going to be another chance where Brock Purdy is ahead and just gets to manage the game. I want to see them play from behind just once. Just once. I want to see what Brock Purdy can do playing from behind as a quarterback. Don't know if you're going to get that chance I don't think so either. in the regular I season. I really don't think so. No, because they got Arizona next week. So probably not going to get that chance. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, San Francisco, to be honest with you, I'm a little surprised the spread is as low as it is. Vegas, it helps that they're indoors and they're back home, so you don't have to worry about Derek Carr and cold weather. San Francisco's so good right now, man. They're running the ball ever since they've picked up McCaffrey. That offense has looked like we all thought it would. Brock Purdy and George Kittle now have this little rapport going that they're that they're working. They've had a couple touchdowns together the last couple weeks. Defense is awesome. I, I mean, 
just feels too easy. San Francisco five and a half, which is the only thing that worries me. It, it seems a little too easy. Like you could take a teaser leg with the Niners on the money line. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it just feels a little too easy. I thought this line would be more so like seven and a half, eight. So five and a half is scary, but I, I mean, it's it's got to be San Francisco. For me, anything under a touchdown, I'd probably lean towards taking the uh, the Niners. Uh, yeah, Ravens-Steelers, by the way, that totals at 36. I would just bet that now. I think that might even go lower because people are going to bet that thing down. Mm-hmm. They're going to start trying to get some overs on that. So I would probably bet that 36 right now. Um, it's a rivalry game. This is what these teams, teams do. They play each other, and it's just always – they they beat the hell out of each other. And it's always low scoring. And Tyler Huntley just can't throw the football. And I'm not really that impressed with anybody that ever plays a quarterback, whoever it is for the Steelers. They don't move the ball well either. So this is going to become another defensive matchup running the football. So I would take the under 36 there. I think the Ravens probably win that, but I don't even know if I would take the spread. I think I'd just stick with the total there and be comfortable with that. Man, I I like well the Steelers were at four and a half earlier, mm-hmm. and and I just absolutely hammered the Steelers because, yeah. like you said, these are always field goal games, always three four point games. You're right on that key number though at and, three, and this it's g- made it a lot different in that four and a half. At three, it's tough, but I do think the Ravens win because again, it just feels like if any team's going to hand Tomlin his first losing season, it's going to be the Ravens. So. I like your under look. Keep taking Ravens unders. I would just take the Ravens on the money line or maybe wait to hit this. What you probably end up doing is you hit this game live because if you get the Steelers at plus seven and a half or something like that, you take the Steelers. If you get Ravens plus money to win this game, you take that with the Ravens and that's how you bet it. But you're right. Three feels like it's kind of going to be a push Mm. or this is a two point game, something like that. So I just wait to hit the game live. And like you said, just take that under 36. This is going to be like a, a 17-13, 17-14 type game. Have we heard anything else about Lamar Jackson and his status? I feel like we haven't heard anything since last week. Thought he was going to play against yeah. the Falcons. Like, they were really confident about that. Then he wasn't. and kind know, of makes me wonder if he'll be ready to go against the Steelers. And then, they, yeah, they were asking him this week, or they asked Harbaugh earlier today. They were like, do you think Lamar will play again this season? Harbaugh's response was, sure, of course. And everybody was like, oh, we know what that means for coach speak. So we'll see, man. I think Lamar is going to play in the playoffs. Like it just doesn't make much sense to play this whole season and then just sit out to prove a point if your team makes it to the playoffs. So I do think he plays again in the postseason. The regular season, though, that I do not know. And that's going to be tough. He comes back. His first game back is in the playoffs. That I I, I think they I really I think they lose that playoff game. Whoever it is. I don't it doesn't even matter who it is. I just don't think they win it. They probably do. And honestly, if so, fine. It's the last game. Greg Roman will have his offensive coordinator, and I'll be happy. That's true. And then I'll you got to deal with the contract in the offseason with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll get franchised. He's not going anywhere. No, but he probably. wants that fully guaranteed money. I, I'm really starting to believe that this. They may never be able to agree on a contract because the yeah, price Watson of quarterbacks is only going to go up. Man. That screwed that everything up. Contract was so bad. And, I know. And if they wait, he's going to want as much as Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert get, and he shouldn't. Definitely not Burrow. I mean, you can make an argument about Herbert because Herbert hasn't been to the playoffs yet. I mean, the Chargers may finally get there this year. I mean, they keep playing like this. I mean, this. Yeah, this and game. I don't know if Lamar wants to come back. You know, all the every team it seems like trades for a receiver when they have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Dolphins went and got Tua. Uh, they went and got him Tyree Kill. The Cardinals went and got Kyler DeAndre Hopkins. AJ Brown went for Jalen Hurts. Derek Carr, not a young, but they got him Devontae Adams. All these teams try and get quarterbacks some receivers, some playmakers. 
And the Ravens just don't do that. That's not how they go about business. They draft, they develop, and that's the way it is. They don't, they're so bad at drafting receivers and finding receivers that they don't, they don't want to blow up their, oh my God, what a hit by Derwin James. They don't want to blow up their team by trading for a receiver because of their track record. They know they'll probably get it wrong. Derwin James did that hit, hit and Nick now was, he's the one that can't get up. Oh, my God. I was watching the Cavs-Nets. That this hit. is down to a seven-point game. You're listening to us on the radio. When you see this Derwin hit James later, it will... Well, he could. He was wobbly getting up. My God. That was such a hard hit. He's like, yeah, he's trying to say, that, oh, he, I might have hurt his shoulder. I don't know what's going on. Everybody's shaking up. Jeez. What a hit.